Hello, everybody, and welcome back to your favorite podcaster's podcast, also known as What's Up with Ward. My name is Ward, and I'm one of the hosts of the hottest podcast this side of the Tallahoochee River, but I can't do it by myself. I have my A1 day one, my main man, Trey, also known as Sam in the house. What's going on, brother? What's going on, what it was? You know how they say, it's another day, another nickel, brother, trying to make a dollar and cent. (laughs) All right, man. A lot's been going on this week, and uh, so much stuff we got to talk about. We got to get into this and uh, look forward to uh, other upcoming shows we want to tell people about, too. But uh, Okay, let's do Let's do Yeah. I think uh, what I want to talk about first of all, so many topics, let's, let's just make it easy. Let's ease into this one. Let's start off with okay. um, sports. that cool? That's cool. There's a lot to talk about, man. And, you know, I know we got different opinions on some things, but... No, let's go ahead and do this. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Um, I think what's going on is uh, a topic I'm interested in is the bubble and uh, uh-huh. for basketball. And I think people think it's really a real bubble, but it's not really a real bubble. It's really like a it's like a resort down in Florida. I think they just put mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I think that's uh, how they got that thing going on there, and a lot of people really don't know. But again, again, some people think the Underground Railroad was a real train set, too. So maybe we should talk about that a little bit. <laughs> yeah. You know, that whole idea of it being uh, that self-contained environment, for safe for all the players and to ensure that the uh, playoffs and, and um, you know, conference finals and, of course, uh, you know, finals are handled the right way, you know, Rumor has it that that self-contained bubble, hey, you know, you don't have anybody sneaking in or out. You know, there's no, no chance of anyone who's going to potentially affect or effect any any of the outcomes of the games. Right, right. Um, you know, my initial p- opinion of this when I first saw this, man, it looked like a glorified pickup game at the at the Y with the with the G League players, and you realize, oh wait a minute, these are these are the legit players. It just didn't have the same feel and flow because it's not in the home cities. Mm-hmm. Fans aren't there. You look around and you see these, you know, life-size or over-life-size images of individuals that appear to be in seats. And man, it just it didn't have the same feel for me. So, I, you know, I wasn't a big fan of it. You know, I, honestly, I'm, I've, I've seen bits and pieces, but I, I can't honestly say I've watched an entire game this season at all after know the whole situation with COVID is. I'll be honest with you on that. So maybe it's just my my opinion on it. Yeah, I I have watched half games. I mean, I watched like the third, fourth quarters because I mean that's when the game is really being played. So at first it was kind of different seeing those uh, pictures or uh, cutouts and different things in the stand. But then after a while, you start saying, you know what? It's it's pretty cool because the teams, their teammates kind of hype them up. They let a few family members in there and different things, but they actually pipe in the sound from people in, in various areas and crowds cheering and different things like that. I'm not sure how they do that. But it does seem to have a real NBA feel as it starts out. Because, you know, anything new is going to be different. Kind of like wearing a right. mask. You know, wearing a mask, everybody kind of bites it at first. But, you know, you got to mm-hmm. get used to it after a while. So... I don't know. Some people kick that kick that thing off halfway through, and you know you you still look around, man. It, I guess maybe would it seem more realistic if they were able to even connect some of the real fans from those cities? You know, folks who drop some serious coin, sit on those front rows. Hey, you know what? Would you be willing to let us use? You know, you know, put your image up there and, and show you watching the game. You know, put a green screen behind them, that type of thing. I don't know. You know, the technology is there where they can do a lot of those types of things now with, you know, Zoom meets. And not saying that we endorse Zoom meets over other types of media, but, you know, that's the, you know, the name that seems to be used so often for, for those type of platforms. But, you know, I just kind of wonder, is there a way where it could seem, you know, a better way to get the, the fan base involved in it or engaged in it? Because unless you live, breathe and, and die, that team, it's kind of like, well, oh, basically, unless you're on the payroll, I don't think you're truly vested in it. That's just my opinion. I don't know. It's, it's pretty good. I see uh, that some people are paying a premium dollar to be seen. Like, they had Lil Wayne on there. They had to edit him because he was on there smoking a joint, so they tried to edit him out. But uh, a lot of people <laughs> are on there actually doing it. You can actually see them there. I saw Robert Parrish in the stands the other day. Uh, 
Uh, one yeah. dude, dude let his dog sit in the stand, but I mean, I think they are paying for him on there, but it, 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 it's turned out to be pretty good for what they had to do in that short amount of time to get that. Yeah, together. that's true. That's true. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. really, they're in an isolated zone at, at Walt Disney World in the Bay Lake uh, area uh, near Orlando. And it, yeah. like you said, it's supposed to protect the players because nobody's tested positive for COVID now, you know, so they're in there. But well, that's know, good. Or it's not publicly acknowledged. Let's just be honest, that because you know, you oh, you're asymptomatic, or help. We'll keep that hush hush. Don't say nothing. You know, yeah. um, you know, as if they doing the if they're doing they if they're truly doing that rigorous testing like they say they are, you know, some there's there's bound to be somebody who's who's come across who's either asymptomatic. Or symptomatic and not on a ventilator. Let's be honest. That's oh, you know what? You got a little cold. You got a little cough. Uh, let's just kind of see what happens over the next two or three days. Ride this boy out, and then go home. You rest after that. You know. So yeah. I don't know because you know yeah. you think of all the support staff that's in there. You know, you got caterers, you got security, you got cleaning. You know, are all those folks staying there in the bubble too, or are they going home to their 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 people as well? You know, in Orlando, you know, well, there's all that support staff that's there too. Well, my understanding is like this: you supposedly get tested, they check your temperature and whatever, and and stick that long tube down your nose. You pass that, I guess you're uh, good to go, and you still take precautions, and you still can do what you got to do. That's my understanding. Yeah. But you know, it, okay. it, it's really unclear. You know, we'll, we'll we'll get into this later on in the show. We'll talk about masks, and, right, and right, and things like that. But, uh, yeah, how secure is that bubble? That's all I'm just saying. It's like, you know, the the, the the vibe and the feel, you know, it sounds like to me, NBA is, of course, that the association is is a is a for profit organization. So they need to find some way to to get all their their, their TV revenue squared away and get and get those things taken care of. You know, that's it's cream. Cash rules everything around me. Somebody's somebody's got to get paid and. No one was getting paid sitting at home, so that's what they have to do. You got to do what you got to do, I guess. Yeah, that's true. So with with that being said, let me ask you a quick question. So would the NBA players be considered essential workers in that case? (laughs) Well, (laughs) I think they're essential because they're making somebody else a whole lot of money. Or are they incentive workers? There you go. But I think they're more incentive workers than anything else, Not, not essential. Shout out to all the folks out there who are in the grind daily on the you know, on the front line. Shout out to you real quick. Yeah. So, yeah. It is what I, it is. I think people use sports as a way to deal with life and uh, cope with their problems mm-hmm. and also take their mind off things. So I think they're going to look at them as essential in that way as well, too. So, mm. but then again, at the end of the day, it's, it's like another uh, meaning for cream is Corona ruined everything around me. So <laughs> I think they also have to say, you know what? We gotta have something else going on on this thing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Let's, well, all right. Speaking of that, roll bounce. What else you got? What you got? Uh, yeah, speaking of that bubble, we got a, a surprise uh, guy in here. I want to talk about before I get to the, my bigger story. But uh, Jimmy Butler, man, you know, I mean, the dude has had got a bad rap, you know, for being a, a troubled teammate. He's divisive. He's divisive. He's he's not engaged, and you know he's not a team player. You know that's what that's a you know that's what the story we had in Chicago. But what was the last time Chicago wasn't in playoff? Uh, that's when Jimmy was there. Yeah. yeah hey, right. Jimmy. Yeah. You going back to Chicago? Nope. Uh, let's see here. Who else was where? Where was he else did he go to? He uh, went to Minnesota. Yeah, yeah he's in Minnesota. He did something very interesting there. He played a game. He took the third stringers and beat the first stringers because he said they weren't bringing enough energy. And I think that wow. really made the team mad. He left after that, too, because when you take uh-huh. third stringers, people don't get no playing time and beat your starters. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Basically, one step above G League, let's be honest, third string. That's what you're doing. You are you are literally there just to keep the seats warm so when the players come back, they don't have they don't get chafed when they sit down, you know. Yeah. So... <laughs> I didn't really. And think then, uh, go ahead. No, no, I was just gonna say I didn't really think Jimmy Butler was. That, I know everybody thinks he's a great player. I wasn't really impressed with him. I guess, but I mean, I guess he's. But they were doing they were doing things together when he was in Chicago. When he, I think he had Noah there with him as well too. Um, so things were things they were on that that cusp of doing some really great stuff there in Chicago. But yeah. was it a case of the coaching or was it a place of the chemistry? 
I think it may have been more of the coaching, because you know, tough call. Now, yeah, yeah, that tough culture with the, with 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 Coach Timmy. You know, he's he's been bounced around from from job to job to job with the same defensive strong mentality. Mm-hmm. How many championships did it get him? Uh, not yeah, one. Not, not, not yeah. one. Yeah, you think about his next stop in Philly too. You know, Philly was doing was doing pretty good too. You know, and then uh, he's not there. So where's Philly at? You know, Philly was supposed to be the next thing coming out of the East to challenge Boston. I well, they, they got to play. Does Milwaukee supposed to be the next thing coming out of the East? Well, you know, remember when when because when they had uh uh see who who else was there? Um, oh man, I can't remember dude's name. The outside shooter who's. Man, uh, Ryder was it right? Not Ryder. Oh, Which team you talking about? I'm talking about in Philly because when they went last time they were in the playoffs, that's when that's when Jimmy was there. Oh, so every did. time, mm. yeah, every time Philly know. wasn't in the playoffs this year, were they? I think they I, they weren't uh, in there this year. Uh, they may have made first round. I don't know. They, they yeah, they yeah they they were in it. That thing was first round. Let me look. Okay, sure. we need to double check on that. Fact check me on that one, man. I guess you know I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be like you no know, 45 and say something. Well, it's definitely that. I know that they weren't there because I could have swore the last time they made some real movement was was in the playoffs was when he was actually there. You know, he was that third piece that they actually needed, that trifecta. You know, but maybe I was wrong. You no, know, this here. in breaking news, Trey was wrong today. Well, <laughs> mark the date. There you go. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure they made the playoffs because you, they Philly had uh, what's that big dude name in the middle? They got they got the, uh, Ben Simmons. Um, mm-hmm. Oh God, I can't think of the dude's name. Uh, the big the big guy who looks like Matumbo. Go- what is it? Yeah, who who left crying? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah they were in. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, I guess, so. I guess so. Yeah, because remember last year, Kawhi Leonard hit the shot and kicked him out. And they was about to go to the finals last year. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, they, they. I'm pretty sure there's in the first. I think they got beat. Ah, gosh, I can't find it. But yeah, I'll put it wrong. Embiid, Joel Embiid. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Boom. Yep. Because he had, he had he was uh, he was kind of tearful this year. You know, I thought for sure I saw that. When he was kind of tearful, even the yeah. shout out to, to my man Joel. You know, you know, much love to you, big guy. You know, there's no crying in basketball, bro. I found <laughs> it. I found it. Uh, they played the Boston Celtics in the first round, and they lost the first game 109 101. They lost the second uh-huh. game 128. They got 101 again. They lost the third game 102 94. And then they, they lost the fourth game 110 106. So they made it to the first round. It was a six seed. So they were swept. Okay, they were six seeds. So, yep, and the Pacers was a four seed. If you can believe that, like, wow, this has been a long. Oh, that, that's been, yeah. Everybody been in. Well, everyone's bubble's been basically busted this year. You know, your yeah. boy Giannis. Well, he 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 got some hardware, but not the hardware that he wanted. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, he's he's still in the hunt. You know, he's still he's doing good because for well, you you raise a good point. You said, is it the coach or is it, is it the team? I think typically the coach, he's the one who gets the, the record. That record goes to him. They win a game. The players don't get that. The, the coach gets that. But mm-hmm. the bad thing about it is the coaches get less money than the players. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, remember Brad Stevenson? He used to be a coach over here at uh, Butler. And he swore he'd never mm-hmm. leave. Boston bought him out of his contract. And then he went there. And he, he's slowly bringing a winning culture there, but... He, he yeah, couldn't do that with yeah. Kyrie Irving. He couldn't get him to do anything. I mean, Kyrie was like, yeah, hey, I Kyrie, was the one. Kyrie's special, though, man. He, he's special. You know, I I think he still had that. He still was was kind of bitter off that 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 second fiddle mentality from from Cleveland, and then tried to you know do things so quickly in, in Boston, uh-huh. and people weren't weren't really feeling them. You know, so you know, he, take, where do you do? Take his take his talents to Brooklyn. Take. See what happens there, you know. He's gonna be a second fiddle there. Kevin Durant ain't gonna well, let him be the man. Well, I think the other part of it, though, I think he was trying to do too much in Boston right away because there was there was no who was really supporting him there. He had was, was Smart there with him in, in Boston at the same time. Yeah, to, yeah, was yeah. Smart there? Smart. So you know, a special he case. was man. He's like he's like the modern day metal world piece, man. I don't know. <laughs> uh, smart today? Oh, well, 
like, yeah. I like Metal World Peace. He was a good guy. I think he just had some issues because he was seeing a therapist and he was trying to work through them. But I think he's good mm-hmm. with his part. I think he's, he's been a hot head since he was in college, man. He tried to fight fans. And well, everything. that's what I'm trying to say. And he's special. He needs he needs a special coach. That's what I'm trying to say. The same thing. You know, he's he's he to me he's, he reminds me of Metal World Peace with some of the, the the stuff that he does. It's like what what were you doing? I mean, right. I, I I don't get it. I mean, I'm not saying he's I'm not saying he's you know you know off the, the the deep end like uh but bro you need some you need some you need a life coach you need a doctor feel in your life yeah you know what i'm saying so you know that's a good point i think that people should give that to to nba players instead of giving you a boatload of money just make it part of your contract that you have to see a mental therapist so because you just can't just give somebody a lot of money and expect them to be normal because people who have money have been known to be crazy. I'm not gonna say no names. I'm not talking about your president or nothing. I'm just saying, <laughs> money don't make you smart or sane. I'm just saying. No, uh, just like a degree don't make you in, don't make you intelligent. You know what I'm saying? Right. So yeah, everybody. It just says you know how to study, yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah. you got money to take a test or retake a test. Uh, so yep. money don't make you smart, and do, and, and <laughs> degrees don't don't do do it either. So yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. That kind of goes into um, our next uh, sports topic of, of LeBron James. This guy, raised by a single mother when she was around, because I think she had a drug issue, never really knew mm-hmm. his father. And this dude's a multimillionaire, doing pretty good. I mean, he, he's been hanging in there, considering all things happen. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. And he recently lost out on this year's MVP vote to, uh, what's the guy's name again? To Giannis. Okay. Yeah, to be honest. Hold on. Let, let, let me give uh let me ask uh James to tell us. James, how how do how do you say that name? How do how do you do that? We are looking at how to pronounce the name of Greek NBA professional basketball player <laughs> Milwaukee Bucks, born in Greece to Nigerian parents. Okay. How do you go about pronouncing his name? Simply Yanis Antetokounmpo. Yanis Antetokounmpo. 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 Thank, thank, thank you, James. <laughs> All right, well, thank you, Giannis. Thank you very much, our pop-in expert. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Yanis Antetokounmpo. Yanis Antetokounmpo. Sounds very natural. <laughs> that name alone makes me think he shouldn't have won. I mean, come on, man. But he's was he from Greece? Yeah, well, he's he, he that's his that's his nationality. His, his parents are, are Nigerian, of course. You know, yeah, and yeah. He was born in Greece, so hey, you know, it is what it is. You know, I, I do you think it's more of a popularity vote and well, who or anti anti vote versus voted against LeBron? You know, me, I'm I just. I'm a huge LeBron fan. You know, I can't get enough of LeBron. LeBron right. is the best thing that happened to basketball since. Yeah. Right. Anyhow. I, I, <laughs> I, now I am a, a real LeBron fan. I, I think the guy has done so much on and off the court for the game that I got to respect that. But his off-court activity has nothing to do with MVP race. My issue is mm-hmm. the criteria for MVP has never been really said because that's, Michael Jordan was considered to be the greatest player ever. And he didn't win the MVP every year. And LeBron is doing numbers better than Jordan. And they won't give it to him. I'm like, well, how does this thing really work? So it's kind of I honestly think it's it's, it's got to be a popularity thing, too. Because, well, look at it this way. With with Giannis, he, he won it, right? So it's kind of like I use the example of Tom Brady being the best quarterback. Yeah. You know, but how often did he win the MVP? Or even that perfect season that he had, but he didn't win the Super Bowl. That's 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 the same thing, you know. So right. if if he did all that during the regular season, you know, I think that's that's he's the most valuable player of the regular season. Now you got you got your Finals MVP. Right. Now I think that I think LeBron's gonna be a lock for that if the if and when they win it, you know. I mean, if they, if someone gets it above him, then, then something's definitely wrong. But. Yeah. You know, that for happen. the regular season, the one who's been who's done the most from before COVID all the way through, I think Giannis. I think that's that's. I think he's worthy of that. I think he's worthy of that for the regular season. That's a tough call because I think to me, I played basketball majority of my life, and I played against some dudes who are really good. And I played against some guys who sucked, 
but I also played in, with some other guys who were catalysts on the team that made everybody else better. We would go out and mm-hmm. we were able to win games. I know we shouldn't have won just because we had that dude's energy on the squad. I think LeBron brings that to the table. He he came. He brings a we gonna win attitude. We gonna do if you hey give me the ball, let me do it. If not, we can do it together. If not, I'll do it by myself. That's what you need. If if if, if Giannis is going out in the first round, second round all the time, I understand that. Maybe they say you were good in the in the regular season, but it don't mean a thing if you don't get the ring. So I guess I just had to. But here's the thing. Giannis, if, but here's the difference with Milwaukee. Milwaukee would not even have a sniff of the playoffs if it weren't for Giannis there. I think the talent that's actually there in L.A. gave them enough to if, – if LeBron was not there and he was on another team, I think L.A. still would be in the situation where they are, oh, where they would actually – now, I'm not saying finals. I'm saying they would, they may have been a maybe a, maybe a four seed, something like that. It. I don't see you know, it. You know what I'm saying? Not at well, all. look at look at the supporting cast that's in in Milwaukee right. versus the supporting cast that's in in LA. Now, who do you think's got the better supporting cast though? Milwaukee. I think it's LA. I think, well, I think Milwaukee does. Well, well, let me say this. Mm. Let, me, let me go back and say this. If LeBron chose to go to Houston rather than going to LA when he's when he moved out west this time because they said the East was too easy, so he went to the West and they ran West one East. But if he had went to Houston. You think anybody AD would have went to LA if LeBron wasn't there? You think uh uh Howard would have went there, Rondo, all that would have went there if LeBron wasn't there? So you saying they still well again? That's what I'm saying. I think the supporting cast is that much stronger because of you take let's say let's say something horrible happened to LeBron and he he you know blew his Achilles or whatever. Yeah, I still think there's enough talent even with AD there and Rondo and everyone else that's still so much better than Milwaukee. I don't know, man. I think I think it takes more there. I just think come on, Rondo. I'm not a I'm not a Laker fan. I'm I'm not a Laker fan to say the least. But come on, I mean, let's say let's say that let's say the AD still ended up in LA. You know, even if LeBron was hurt, let's say that he something happened. He twists his ankle, rolled his ankle, whatever. Okay, with that supporting cast there, now AD now becomes the main the main guy Mm -hmm. for that team. I still think that oh, AD is, he, he, yeah, you mean absolutely. Like AD, you mean like AD when he was the main guy in the, uh, in New Orleans when they didn't win? There. Yes, he never got absolutely. the playoffs in New Orleans. Never, he never made the But he, there's uh, even even with even with, with with the supporting cast. That's okay. The supporting you can't tell me that the supporting cast in New Orleans with AD there would not have was as good as the supporting cast. If if he were in L.A., no way, man. Then no. Had, no. When, when he was in New Orleans, nah. had, he had a healthy Booby Cousins with him when he was in New Orleans at one time. He still couldn't do that. And how, and how okay, Boogie is good on one end, one end of the court. That's it. Oh, no, 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 no. That dude can flat out shoot and he plays defense. He He's your bully. You need a big bully guy on your team that can be that enforcer. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like Golden State had Draymond Green. The Bulls had mm-hmm. Rodman. Okay, he mm-hmm. was that guy, but he could shoot. He could get you fifty points a game. That's incredible for for your. Yeah, brain. he can get you fifty points, you know, ten to fifteen feet away. That it's inside the circle. Yeah, that's and that's what a big man should do. He, he should be able to at least post up and at least go 10, 15 feet. But he wasn't all that dominant. Like like you get him out fifteen feet, man. He he looked like a look look like a seal trying to get down the beach, man. He didn't look like that to me. He, he he was he was not that impressive to me, you know. And here and here's the thing: when he even he looked better to me. Now you go. I know we are gonna have some difference on this. He looked better to me at Golden State than he did at, at in, in New Orleans. How about that? Uh, he could have, but I think he, he got hurt a little bit. So you know, it, 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 he it, was. It, it's tomato. Well, well, look. How about this? Let, let, let's let's first finish up on LeBron. Did LeBron? Okay. Did LeBron deserve the MVP? For 2020. No. What? No. Oh my. God. Nope. So, so you think Giannis? Nope. Really deserved. Giannis. Yes. Giannis, Giannis deserved 100. percent You look at the you look at the, the the body of work for the regular season from the first game all the way to the shutdown and then from bubble all the way up to the point that he got booted out. I say his body of work, as critical it was to that team. Yes, absolutely. You take LeBron out the mix. L.A. still has a better chance, at least, of making the playoffs than Milwaukee did. 
Okay. That's so, what I'm saying. So you saying hundred percent. You saying Giannis was more most his team. valuable player. He was most he was, valuable he was more player. Valuable to his team than LeBron is to his team. That's what you're saying, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Because look at you look at the supporting cast. You take out the, you take the perennial the, the the premier player for both those teams, LA, and you take out you take out LeBron. You take out Giannis. Uh-huh. You look at the supporting cast. L.A. has got the better supporting cast. And I, again, I am not an L.A. fan at all by any stretch of the matter. So, so you, you think A.D. could be the man instead of LeBron? Yeah. If, if LeBron goes down, if LeBron, absolutely. What, what, absolutely, what, what do you 100%. Think? You do understand Okay, LeBron. let me ask you. Okay, let me ask you this. If, if, if something happened to Giannis, who would step up in Milwaukee to be, to, to, to be that pivot point guy for him? Who would do it? No matter because nothing happened to him. He still got booty, so it don't matter. But no, 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 no. That's they that's the whole. But that's a, but that's the whole crux of the M- most most valuable player. Who has who has more to lose if that player were not playing? The, uh, who the has city. more to lose? The city. Who? No, 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 no. I'm talking about. I'm, come on, man. Stick, <laughs> stick to the point I'm talking about. To the team. I do. Who has more I, to I lose? Can't, I can't you will sign on it. I'm just to yes, you are, you are, man. You know what you just did? You just took the fifth on me. Well, you just took the fifth on me, bro. Because you know that you fifth. take Giannis yeah. out the mix, Milwaukee would not be there at all. I can't say they, that. I don't think the nine think looking in. I don't think he. I think they they they're saying with or without him. I, I think he doesn't he doesn't make the team better. To me, a valuable player makes everybody what? around them better. Uh, look, what? you can't you what? you need the hey, you, you know I'm high I'm pitching you now. AD is nothing without LeBron. Rondo is nothing without LeBron. Dwight Howard is nothing. But so okay, so so, okay, using that exact same standard, then where is Milwaukee without Giannis? Then, and if you say in the playoffs, you know what? We gonna have we gonna have to part ways, man. We gonna have to part ways, bro. I don't even know who Milwaukee's team is. They they are just that. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. If you can name more than three people on Milwaukee's team, not including Giannis, you either a true fan or you live in Milwaukee. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm trying to say. Okay. Now you name two more. You, you, so then, with that being said, the the most valuable player is Giannis for the year 2020 for the regular season. Okay, that's well, you, it. Well, you know, Giannis' brother plays on the team with him too. And that's fine. And what's his name? Uh, Thananias or something like that. I'm just a keeper. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. His yeah. name is Giannis' brother. That's his name. Okay, right. Yeah. His name is Giannis' brother. Okay. It's 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 it's, it's like 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 coming to America. His mama named him Clay. I'm gonna call him Clay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I see so his mama named him Yannis' brother. I'll be called him Yannis' brother. <laughs> okay, I'll admit that I'll say this. Kobe Bryant said something the other day. Well, he didn't say that. He said last year they asked him about James Harden because he he's your scoring champ. He said, "Do you think they can win a title with just one guy being the scorer all the time? Can can they win a title?" And, and Kobe said, nope. "No, not with not with one guy being the, the, the going through everything through him. That's what it is with." With Giannis, everything goes through him. So, like you said, Giannis, so you, so then you're him. saying, he, so he's that valuable to the team that they and run that their offense of it, through him. But is, that, is that what you're saying? I'm saying it's okay. So, they, so you just said he's the MVP then? No, I don't think that's no, without Giannis. No, there is no he Milwaukee. He shouldn't get the MVP because, that, like you said, that doesn't. But you're do just saying, that, but you just point. answered. You just made my point for me. Then thank you, bro. Man, I'm you just made my point for me, bro. We'll get to two him, bro. That's a good I'm just... uh, other news, <laughs> as far as LeBron, his son uh, supposedly posted a selfie of himself getting high the other night after the uh, Lakers beat the uh, Nuggets that first game. And he said, we're going to smoke some Nuggets or something tonight. What do you think about his mm. son getting high and then posting? Which is worse, him doing drugs or him posting a picture and doing drugs? Well, here's the thing. I I am not a partaker of anything 420 related. What? For all we know, he may have had a prescription oh to deal God. with some of uh, stress anxiety of being being in California. Maybe that he's stressed out by the wild wildfires. That could be. But you know, he, I'm, he I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to make light of it. He don't uh, I'm just saying. 
it's looked at differently. It is now 2020. It is looked at differently. Personally, my opinion is, you know, you partake of those things. I feel you're defiling your body, but that's just my personal opinion on it. Right. So I'm not here to judge him for what he does or does not do. Uh, for all we know, it may have been him. It may have been something totally different. Uh-huh. You know, he he could have been uh, smoking parsley I'm or or right or celery. He's smoking a weed. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't. So I, are you? I've never tried any any drug or drink in my life, but it looks like he's got the good stuff. That's what I'm taking a while. Okay. So, so I don't. I don't okay. Know. He he got the, the he's got that Acapulco gold. <laughs> he's got the good stuff. Look like he's got the pineapple upside down. I, I saw a show today. I was looking on uh, Facebook uh-huh. doing some research, and as far as the, the, that weed and stuff, man, they got everything. They got banana pudding upside down, pound cake. They got uh, what? Wet Wild, uh, Crazy Glue. Uh, they they got some dry glue. They got all this stuff that people be buying. They have show. I guess it is legal in California. And they going crazy with this stuff. I'm just like, well, they, well, you got those dispensaries. So hey, you know what? I guess the law of the land. When in Rome, do do as the Romans. Um, right. Yeah. I'm not Roman. Um, I'm not. I'm not from California. I don't partake. Uh, but I will say this: this this definitely the. The stigma that goes along with, you know, those who partake, you know, it's 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 not looked on the same as as when Nancy Reagan, for those young kids out there who don't know who Nancy Reagan is, came <laughs> up with the slogan of "Just say no," you know. So right, but she didn't say just that say was just what could the slogan now? The slogan now was "Just go on and blow," you right. know. So, just blow. <laughs> just blow. Well, well, I don't know, man. Well, that's interesting know. that you bring up Nancy Reagan, who said the slogan, just say no, when her husband was the one to introduce crack into the community in the first place. But that's neither here nor now. Uh, uh, oh, 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 oh. For, the, for the listening audience out there, we are not saying that President Reagan, governor at that time, actually brought crack cocaine into California well, yeah, or allowed it. Oh, that's on the book. However, that's on the book. how many individuals, does, does Johnny on the, on the corner have a plane to get the product here to the, to the U.S.? Follow the pipeline before right. you get to the pipe. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> we don't want to follow too close. But uh, yeah, be careful now. You know another thing. About so those, instead of those, those go ahead. they uh they just don't let anybody get in that game. You probably can sell them small end, but the owner dispensary, you got to come in the gate with fifteen million, and then they only allow exactly. you to sell so much per year. So they really blocking people who think I'm gonna sell weed. No, you're not. Well, well, that's that's just it. You know, the government's like, hey, you know what? If we can make money off of it, we'll legalize it. There right. you go. That's what it is. Like prohibition, so, same thing. You know, it's a new. There you go. It's not new under sun. It's the same old, same old. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that and that's crazy. the biggest issue with moonshiners. You know, people got their own, you know, running, run, running hooch and everything else. You if got, they can't tax it, they gonna get you for it. That's why you have ATF. You got. That's uh, why you have all these things out there trying try to. That's why you have uh, all, you know DEA out there trying to. They'll track people down and all this other type of stuff. Because you know what? You know, if it's not legal, you know, we, we know it's harming the community. But however, if we're not getting our share of the cut, you know. So, well, wait a minute. I got to ask this question then. If the government's not getting a cut, they are they upset about it? Or if they do get the cut, are they now part of a cartel? I'm just ask that question real quick. That's a tough call right there, too. Because, I mean, there's so many things I don't know about it. That's like saying are, are police a, a gang or are they to serve and protect? It's, it's depending on whose who's, uh, lens we're looking through. Mm-hmm. The optics. I get you. I get you. Yeah. But I digress. Right. So I think we both agree that, hey, you know what? You know, Bronny, you out there puffing and, and, and doing all this other type of stuff, you know, just think about the optics of how that looks, you know, to folks who yeah. may have said, hey, you know, he'd be great to go directly, you know, into the NBA. Yeah. Is that the path he's going to go down, or is he going to go to college and then do that route? Well, he may follow that legacy and say, you know what, I'm going straight to NBA. What do, what do I have to lose? You know, well, my dad did it. I'm just let him do it. my dad. Why not? Let him go straight to NBA anymore. You got you got to set a year and go overseas. He could do like a that yeah. Lamelo Ball son. Yeah, Melo. Yeah, that's true. That's but I, true. But that, that's true. I don't think Bronny's that good myself. I've watched several of his games and I'm not impressed. He may seem to do a few good blocks and this and that, but. I think people kind of compare him to his father. I don't think he's... He's definitely average. above average when it comes to high school players, that's for sure. Definitely uh, above average. I on think that. he's average. He he worked with both uh, players, but I mean, 
Okay. I I, I, I'm not impressed. I, I don't see him have no killer instinct, and he just not. I mean, when Kobe was in high school, I'm not a Kobe fan by any stretch of the imagination, but that dude had a killer instinct. You got to, I mean, to, to make them think, well, I can make the jump from high school to pros because the high school game is fast, but the college game is really quick. In the NBA game, that's like 5G. I don't think he's ready. Yeah. Well, the other part of it, too, that you think about the think of where Kobe grew up, too. You know, you know, he's, oh, you know, yeah. military family. And, yeah. and think about him being overseas in Italy. Didn't have a lot of friends. So basketball was his was was his comfort, you know, okay. come yeah. back home to Philly. And people's like, who is this coming in thinking he's going to do something? He has something to prove in Italy, has something to prove in Philly. And you know what? He has that chip on the shoulder. He used that every day of his career, every day of his career. Let me add this. So, when he was overseas, his daddy was playing pro players, and he took Kobe to scrimmages with him every night. Kobe getting beat by mm. by players is better than NBA players every night. You kind of get better when you come back and play high school kids. That's not fair. So let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. That, that LaMelo ball boy, the young one, do you think uh, Bronny can handle him in a one-on-one? Ooh, that's a good question. Oh, is it? That's a good question right there. That is a super question right super- there. Man, and you know what? I kind of wonder. You know, you think about what they both, what both, you know, both parents. They are go, they going to go to the hilt for their kids too. So, you know, I, man, that's that's deep right there, bro. Yeah. I gotta, you know, because now you got you got the one kid who's gone overseas to get that 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 true life experience playing pro, and you got you know basically the prodigy. Of the best player currently on the planet in the next room, who's raising you? Right. Get with that drive. You know what I'm saying? So that's, woo. So well, do you have legacy or do you have practical knowledge? Which which is better for you? Uh, Man. Well, so to me, I, I think it's very hard for kids to follow their famous parents' footsteps. Michael Jordan's kids couldn't do it. And I don't think Ron oh, yeah. do, even though LeBron... I, I don't think honestly honestly let's, if you want to talk about Jordan's kid for a quick second, I don't think his kids really wanted to play though. I mean I when when Jeffrey was there in Illinois, he looked like he was uncomfortable, man. He looked like he was like, uh, I don't really want to do this. Um when ESPN was interviewing him as a walk on, yeah, he looked like he was like, uh, I'd rather just go back to class and, right. and if you didn't know my last name, that would be perfect. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Exactly. But 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 I can understand that because you gotta understand kids grew up like Michael Jordan and LeBron they grew up being a kid doing stuff being broke they didn't mm-hmm. have a silver spoon in their mouth so they had a different hunger and drive so when you come over here it's like one of my favorite books of the bible King Solomon he said you can't give your kids everything you got they got to earn mm-hmm. some of that stuff so if I don't mm-hmm. have the same drive that my daddy had of course I ain't gonna want to do it I, I, why, why should I go out here and hustle with you get knocked around and, and hustle against somebody else who, who hungry won't want what I got that I don't appreciate when I can just go home, mm-hmm. I got a full court gym in my house. I don't have to do this. I don't. What, what's in it? The, 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 the with them, what's in it for me to go out here and ball against y'all to go try to get in the NBA to make money when I can go play with the pro players? Now my daddy knows about, hey, dad, why don't you call Kobe over, call Shaq over, call Alan Iverson? I want to shoot with them tonight, and they'll be there. I have no motivation to do it. So, no, that's why I mm. do that. So, but, I mean, well, but that, but that's not the case with everybody. If you want to use, like, let's use another father son example. You know, you got Ken Griffey, you got Ken Griffey Jr., both of those guys, you know, all stars and, and, you know, in Major League Baseball, their name is just synonymous with just winning. They even played together, you know, back in, even in Cincinnati. So let's think about this for a second. Did, did you know, Ken Griffey Jr., he went to the ballpark with his dad. And one of the here's one of the stories that I heard on on dealing with with King Griffey Jr. is that he, the reason why he did not go play with the Yankers because how he was treated as a kid when his when he went with his dad to a ball field and you know, he was out there fielding balls and everything else with with other with other someone other kid you know and uh, the groundskeeper said hey you can't be out there you got to go and he turned around and looked at that you know other kids were out there from other players you know. Needless to say, of a different complexion, but Ken Griffey Jr. was kicked off the field, and that's why he was so embittered. He would never, ever, ever play with the Yankees ever. I mean, you can look that up. He was like, nope. And the other part of it too. That's why he was like, he was never a fan of Steinbrenner, never, because of the whole situation there. And uh, 
you know, look how look at the drive that it took him. I mean, his dad said, I want you to remember this. How what you see, you know, he took him back out towards through through the through the tunnel and you saw kids out there still playing and he had to get off the field. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, you could you can go back and look that up yourself and say, Hey, look, this kid right here, he had the drive, he had the pedigree, he okay. had the training. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think it really goes back to the individual. Well, Bronny, you know what? He's got the pedigree. He looks like he got above average skills to me, but I'm just a novice outside looking at the game. You know, uh, Lamar Ball and his boys, he's been training them to do what he what they got to do. They're spreading their own wings, but they, they don't have that same name recognition outside of their dad just going, you know, talking all the time, you know? So no, I think listen, it really is the individual. How do you feel about the father? The ball father. What do you think? What are your thoughts on him? I think he's a shameless self promoter, but that doesn't make him a bad person. <laughs> a shameless self promoter. Wow. wow. I mean, that's how I feel about him. He talks too much. You know, let your sons talk for themselves. You know, he's he's got his hand in every little thing, trying to do this, that, and the other, and it, and it comes off looking silly sometimes. Oh, you know what he is? I, I'm. A, this is where I'm gonna go with this. Go ahead. Go to Lamar Ball is the Terry Crews equivalent of basketball. How about oh, that? Oh, wow. That's deep right How there. about that? Ooh, I, I totally just got his, got his hand in a lot of different stuff, but not a master of none. Just so out I, there just yapping. Let me, let me say just this. Yapping. Let me say this. Uh, I said it on one of our shows before, too, but when Magic Johnson interviewed the, the ball brother before he drafted him, he talked to the dad, see what it was going to be like. And he said, I realized this dude just care about his son. And he's a smart businessman. Mm-hmm. The media is spinning the narrative of all the stuff you just said. And he's a shameless mm-hmm. promoter. He's selfish on his kids' talk. But what he did, he came out and he said, let me take all the attention. And y'all can attack me for being crazy and doing this. It was almost like he was de- deferring everything to himself. So his son can focus mm-hmm. on basketball. I call that a smart move because a lot of black fathers aren't in their kids' lives when they get to that point. And the NBA basically likes it like that. It's nothing to worry about. You can sign a bad contract. Yeah, I get you out here on my plantation. You make me the money. And then you go and retire broke. That's how it's supposed to work. But this dude said, I'm going to get my kids in the NBA. We're going to do this, this, that. I'm going to do my own shooter. He did it his way. So if he's a shameless promoter, I support that. You got to support yourself because I don't think no grown man wants to sit in some office and let somebody sit up here and tell them, well, let me evaluate you for the year. You get four out of five, this and that. No, I'm a professional. I don't need you to tell me how to be a professional. Matter of fact, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it my way. So I respect anybody who's a selfish promoter. In this country we live in, I, I applaud mm-hmm. him. He took the time, put his kids on his wings, and he walked them into being mm-hmm. millionaires. Same thing Joe Jackson did. If you do it your way, people say you're you're selfish. You ain't right. No, no, no. That's that's called being a, a, a free thinker. Somebody who ain't afraid. To oh, I did, I'm not saying selfish. I'm saying shameless self promoter. That's what I'm saying. And just because he's shameless about it, I'm not saying is 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 good, bad, or otherwise. Yeah. He he's he's doing he's doing that part of it. Now, do I agree with everything that he says? You know, I don't, I don't have a stake. I'm not, you know, I'm not writing any, getting any checks from him saying anything at all. But I, I do know that the way he comes across sometimes to me, it's, it's kind of like, okay, you, you're going a little too far with it. But I, I get what you, where you're going. You know, I, I just wouldn't go down that exact same path. You know, it's no different than, you know, than, than with, you know, Venus and Serena, what their dad did. Oh you know, he, he took the time. He didn't. He was not a tennis player, but he took the time to make sure the, the these girls got the best training that he knew how to to do it. You know what I'm saying? You know, no, no different than, than 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 Tiger's dad. Well, well, spending time with his son, you know. Well, well let me go back to uh, uh, Serena Williams' dad. This guy, he's told his wife, he said, "You're tired of being broke. We had other kids." He told his wife, "So we're gonna have two more kids." He said, "I'm gonna learn about sports and I'm gonna teach them to be the best at it, and we're gonna become millionaires." He said that. And like I told you on another show, the guy went to the courts in Compton and there were drug dealers everywhere. He told the drug dealers, y'all got to leave. I'm trying to teach my kids to play. They beat the man up, kicked his teeth out. That's why he never replaced his teeth because he wanted his kids to say, I'm sacrificing my body for y'all because they're not going to scare me away. And he got them. Mm-hmm. And people talked about him like a dog. They said, the guy's not a good coach. He's selfish. He can't do anything. His kids will never do nothing. He's always talking for his kids. Because the reporters would say, why are you guys so confident? You know, they would say, because, you know, my dad taught me, well, why? And the guy said, here come the father. He said, hey, they answered the question already. Don't badger my kids. You know, 
the father was taking them for the kids and he was their mouthpiece until they were ready to do it. Same mm -hmm. thing with LeVar Ball. Mm -hmm. So if you say something that's crazy, sometimes you got to say something crazy because squeaky wheel get the oil. If you if you mm -hmm. sit back and never go out and do anything on your own, then you you might just stay hungry. So I the dude did it and now everybody knows his name. LeVar Ball is a household name. So... Well, that's again to the, to the point that I'm trying to say. I'm not saying that that shameless and selfish are the exact same thing. He is a he is a shameless self promoter. So then he's going to do what he can to get his brand out there. Now, does it make him selfish? I'm not saying that. I'm saying shameless. He doesn't have any in regard for what others think. So he's going to do it his way. That's all. I'm, that's what I'm trying to say. So yeah, yeah you know the way he says it. Yeah, you know, I'm not a fan of the way he says it, but I get why he's saying it. Because if you don't stick up for your kid, to that point, I agree with you on that point at least. You know, you got you got to do what you got to do. But but isn't that what uh, Trump does? Don't he put his name on everything? Don't oh he? yeah, again, another example of a shameless self promoter. And he's there's no shame in this game. That's what I'm trying to say. And people love him now. See, it's like well, to me, you can love him. That's yeah. fine. If you love I'm him, saying, that's you. That's, there's, you there's know, I. I, I will not hold that against you if you if you carry forty five. If you carry a forty five now, then then you do what you got to do. Well, you know, I try to stay <laughs> neutral on politics, but I think he, I think there's a, there's a pocket of people that really support. It's like that uncle. If you got that crazy uncle that that might come to the party, might get drunk, say some stuff off the wall, but you're laughing. You may love him, but mm -hmm. somebody else on the outside is like, man, that dude is crazy. But those people know him, like, no, oh, this dude really care about us at the end of the day. So, yeah, love, it's, it's, it's all about how, how you view him or her through your own individual optics. Somebody got to love him. That's right. And, and that, that <laughs> Somebody me, love him. That leads me to my next point. When, when, since we're talking about sports and all, who should take the blame when the team loses? Is that on the coach or is that on the players? So you, you said Giannis mm. got booted out again, didn't do nothing again since he's such a great player. Was that the coach's fault that, that they can't never win nothing? And they was they had a before the season started, the uh Bucks had a 68% chance to win the finals, followed by mm -hmm. the Los Angeles Clippers, second place win. And LeBron And James, where are they both sitting? LeBron James had an 11% <laughs> chance to win the title this year. 11 percent so. Well, again, let's think about this too. When that, I don't know when the poll was taken that you're talking about. You know, was that before or after that he got his? So, so preseason. So then, when did AD join the team? Though last year, was it preseason? Are, are you sure? Before the season started, yeah, they was tried it? to get him. Yeah, as soon as the, the, in the summer, they were after they everybody moved to their teams, right? Because uh, okay, you do have Paul George. Well, actually. Uh, was Kawhi Leonard said, I want to play at the Clippers. I thought he was traded just, I thought AD was traded just before the trading deadline. Right. Yeah, they did. But they said they was going to get him anyway. But they had to wait till the summer. So we got him in the summer. He hadn't been there a year. He just, just turned a year. Yeah. Well, I know he just got there this year, but I thought he was, I, with, so then he didn't play any minutes at all with Zion at all. No, 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 not at all. So this, this, this survey came out before the season started, after all the teams said, they said, who got the best dining group? Is it going to be Kyrie and Kevin? Is it going to be uh, uh, Harden and uh, Westbrook? Is it going to be LeBron and AD? Is it going to be... But Kyrie, but Kyrie and Kevin were both were both hurt. They were still out. They weren't even playing. They they were hurt from last year. Right, but they didn't they didn't get no chance to win, though. They, they, they ranked the preseason based off the all-teams are set now. The rosters are good. Who has the best chance to go based off your, your your teamwork? And they said based, the best team was the Milwaukee Bucks, guaranteed to win. Mm. They they does your guarantee mm. winner right there. And if they said they don't win mm. it, it will be the Clippers. That's what that's what they said. So but we ain't gonna worry about that. So I'm just saying, do you think it's the coach's yeah. fault? Because the coaches mm. the coaches carry the title. That the winner win lose record wherever they go. It's not the players. Well, here here's the thing. I don't think it's a chemistry thing. I think for them, I think it's lack of experience. I mean, they 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 they've got a solid years. foundation. They've been there three years in Milwaukee. Giannis has been there how many years now? Uh, let me see. I, I don't know this team together about three years, but I don't, I don't know uh, LeBron has been together less than a year. Hmm. Well, let's look at the collective playoff experience. That's what I'm trying to say across the board for that team. Who has the 
What team has the most? Let's let's be honest. You look at Rondo. He's got more years experience than anybody else on that team in Milwaukee when it comes to playoffs. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, and no, he's no, no, and no, he's no. the third wheel. He's the third wheel at, at best in, he in have LA. More, more experience than LeBron, not Rondo. I'm talking about against Milwaukee. Against anybody else in Milwaukee, Rondo, his experience of being in playing in in the trenches in that a full season. And being able to go ahead and say, hey, you know what? Hey, I've, I've kissed the ring. I've, 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 I've done all these things. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm good. You know, look at all those years of experience that he's got that's ringing to the table. You compare that against, you know, the youth and exuberance and the drive of Milwaukee. You know, at some point, your, your, your old legs are going to carry you so far, but your knowledge is going to take you even further. But if, if your mind is weak, it's not going to be there to support your legs. So, where's the experience in Milwaukee? Well, Who's the most experienced player in Milwaukee right now? I don't know, but Giannis has been on the team since 2013. He been okay, there. been on the team since 2013. So, but he's still okay. So, seven years of experience. Then, basically, look at look at it that way. Right. But here's the other part of it, though. How many years has Rondo been been in the game? Though he's been in what 15 years now. Uh, Is it almost yeah. 15 for him? Yeah, I think so. He he's a year younger than uh, uh, LeBron. I think he came out of Kentucky. Yeah. So look at all the, look at all the experiences in LA. Look at all the experiences in even in Houston and all these other places. He's been there since two thousand six. Compa- two thousand six. Okay, so NBA. So look at all the experiences that this on that team. The breadth of experience in, in LA. Compare that to what you got in Milwaukee. You know, if you have, if you were to balance that experience, you know, that's that experience of, hey, we've been here before, we've been in the trenches, we know what it's going to be like. Mm-hmm. A lot of those players in Milwaukee, you know, they may have been in the league for years, but they don't have that the playoff experience. They don't have that 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 type of, you know, uh, tribal knowledge to really pull from to, in the playoffs. Yeah, because you know, I guess, but it's still basketball. If you can play in the playoffs in a regular season, mm-hmm. you, you still be able to play ball. It's the, Ball, ball. From what I've been hearing, it you know, again, I'm an outsider looking in. The regular season is one thing. The, the playoffs, it, it's like a whole new season all over again. I think everyone in, will, will attest to that. Because it's like, Absolutely. okay, now you – it's like a reset. So, hey, you know what? It's what you season. did in the in the regular season is great, but that, that carried you to this point. Now it's everybody's 0-0, and you're starting all over again. Right, yeah. It's, it's the, they call that the second or the real season. I get that. But still, mm-hmm. if you can play somebody, what if you never won a championship before and you go through and win first time through this? You, it's all about if you want it or not, you know. But you know what? We we, we can debate this all day. I, I want to move on to this topic because we're almost out of time. I want to mm-hmm. talk about the Supreme Court and what's going on. Here. Oh, here we go. Here yeah, we go. Let's get into that Supreme Court because you know, forty five getting another shot at trying to do something with this uh, shaping the future based on the laws of the land that people are you kind of worried about uh recently uh justice ruth uh bader ginsburg she died ginsburg mm-hmm. yeah. yeah she passed away this friday friday night yeah what time was it that she died uh <laughs> from what i've been reading and hearing on 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 news reports about 9 30 uh friday night so about 24 hours ago or so well she just said it's 9 30 i'm out click okay they didn't too soon too soon oh <laughs> bruh too soon too soon <laughs> so yeah but here's the interesting thing since the elections are coming up for the presidency here in the, what November. Uh, Two months. They're, they're yeah. trying to get. Uh, I guess I don't know if they're talking about it yet, but I know that when Obama was in office, and keep in mind, I don't know a lot about politics, but when he was in office, I think he had opportunity to get another Supreme Court justice nominated, and they told him he didn't have enough time. Do you remember how much time mm-hmm. he had left in there before his his uh, time was up? Man. Nine months. How about the four times as much? Yeah. <laughs> Nine months versus two, man. Come on. Yeah. So they let's let's, let's, let's look look at the optics of that. So, you know, Mitch McConnell, you know, Senate Majority Leader, uh-huh. uh, who's basically running things in the Senate. Let's be honest. Him, he, he goes eyes to eyes, toe to toe with Chuck Schumer all the time on the Democratic side. Again, neutral on on the whole situation. But you look at the history. You know, election year appointments have not happened, wait for it, since 1888, bruh. What? Over 130 years, man. Mm. 
1888. So what's the optics in this? They haven't done this over 130 years. They're going to try to push somebody through in the next two months when they didn't give it in 2016 to Obama, who had nine months to go. Wow. So yeah. So what 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 is what is what is the the driver behind the push to get it done in two months when you didn't have? Can you even, man? If I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll, here I am. If I was Chucky Boy across the aisle, like, oh, we gonna drag this bad boy out to the end. Right. Believe that. <laughs> you know, conspiracy people might say that they killed her. Well. I don't know, man. I heard. Well, she knows she had, she had been struggling with cancer on and off again through for years, you know. And so, you know, had gone in remission, and sounds like things were going decent for. Her. Mm-hmm. And you know, some things are kept quiet, quiet, of course. And it sounds like one of their, from what I've been reading across some of the news, the news wires, uh, talking to a family member, she was saying that one of her parting things she would hope was that. You know, if she she wants to outlast the presidency of of Donald Trump, you know, that wow. way, you know, they could actually, you know, if he were to, you know, you know, lose the election, you know, then she wants to make sure she got lived past the election point so that, hey, guess what? You know, he can't put a, a replacement in there while she's still alive, you know, yeah. and then she she could die happy person, basically. But uh, yeah. You know, what they could have did like time and unforeseen occurrence, man. Time and unforeseen occurrence. They could have did like a weekend at Bernie's. You know, I mean, who who had? Oh, I'm just saying. I know. Too, I'm just saying. Anyway, too soon, man. Come on. I'm just saying. It's the Oscars out there, man. Okay, okay. You don't gotta put this on behalf of the what's up with the awards. <laughs> Hold on. Let me let me do this right now. Right, right. Put the disclaimer on behalf of the what's up with the award podcast. We do not condone. The use of any type of cadaver for use of purposes beyond right. scientific and medical advancement. Right. So, right. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I know she had some sick time, but man. Uh, she had some sick time. If you call in sick, they wouldn't even know she had the election. Just go and make some big. Hey, before the before the band comes out, put some TikTok videos in there real quick of her right. moving. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Well, you know, you just just kind of put them on a loop. Yeah, <laughs> put it on the loop of her doing some things. Yeah, you know, yeah. 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 Man. But, uh, <laughs> Make her unavailable for any type of public announcements yeah, for the next yeah. few months. <laughs> Look, I still don't know if Kim Jong Un is dead. I don't know if he's dead or not. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, you know your boy with the high tight with the tight fade. He ain't gone. He he ain't dead, man. Come yeah, on, he, you know. He has been quiet for a second, but he ain't he ain't gone. Right. We we don't know. So I, I, heard, I heard that Kim Young's uh, doctor was that same dude that Michael Jackson had. But anyway, oh hey, uh, man, what did, what did uh what did Obama say about uh about her about uh Justin yeah? Well, and just kind of looking at some information that came across from USA Today, Obama was like, "Look, man, you know, in in the sense of a fairness, you know, keeping things consistent and rule of law, basically. Hey, you know what?" This is what the optics are telling us. You know, if you did not do it then, with nine months to go, what makes you think you you should be able to do this now with two months to go? Right. And that's my own personal way of saying what he's saying. Are y'all for real? Are y'all right. for real? For real? But you y'all know. gonna do this back in 2016? But now, yeah. four years later, the same or similar situation happened. So when Scalia died, you know. Trump came in there and 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 did what he need needed to do. I think he put someone in there, but uh, but w- let's see, was it Scalia that, that actually was the last one that actually passed away in 2016? So then, you know, it was the case where um, the person that Obama wanted to put in office, it sounds like he was on the conservative mindset, much like Justice Roberts. So you know, just kind of thinking about the Kavanaugh, he wanted to put in there. He had a similar mindset. That was dissimilar from what Obama was actually saying, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what what what's the hangup? Is it was it the the length of time? Because of this, was it the length of time? Was it the it was an election year? We haven't done it in in hundred and eighty four years at that at that point. Right. Right. Or was wait a minute? Was it the president? Was it Obama? You mean color? So you know. Color, you, same you, thing. I, 
on behalf of the What's Up With Ward show, we do not see color or bias in any way, shape, or form. Right, right. So... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, you go back and think, okay, so in, in 2016, when Obama had Kavanaugh, he was trying to get up in there. Right. Turned 84 years. They're like, no, we don't do that in during election year period. So, okay. You no, know, it is what it is. So now... Fast forward four years later, you know, uh, Ginsburg passes away. And it's ironic how Scalia versus, let's see here, no, well, it wasn't, was it Scalia who, no, it wasn't, no, someone actually was retiring in 2016. We need to go back and double check on that. So, you know, the idea was that someone was retiring, say, hey, look, I need to go ahead and just go do what I got to do. Or someone, there was an open seat, there was a vacancy. Obama had nine months. Trump has two months. They said no to Obama. Or not when I say they, as in okay, Mitch, Mitch McConnell. You, I know you out there listening. You said nine months. You said nine months is too short, and we don't do it in election year in 2016. But yet, and still, now it's 2020. Oh, you, it's it's different now. with two months ago. So right. So I'm gonna ask the question: Is it now 188 years removed from doing it during the election year? Um, or is it now because of different presidents? What is it? You know, here's a good question, too. Why do these people get to stay in office so long? Like, even Supreme Court justice, but the guy Mitch you was talking about, too. Uh, how, how long can, how long has Mitch been around? Man, there are no term limits in, in the Senate. <laughs> They're there for, well, they can actually be there as long as they're re-elected. re-elected. How about that? Hmm. So... As long as they're constituents, the, the people that they represent from the home state want him there, he's there. That's it. Mm. That's it. You know. So, and, and, here, and here's the funny thing about it: if a senator were to lose a seat, um, then that particular it goes to the next ranking member to take over that particular uh, House committee or or or, wow. or Senate committee in that particular case. So it made the next ranking member may or may not be of that same political party. So there's a lot of uh, moving parts to that whole situation where the, the drive to stay there, yeah. once you get there, is strong. So, you know, unless the people from, that you represent from your home state really don't like you and really want to get rid of you, if there's a true referendum on the state on how things are, are done, I mean, let's be honest, like if the if a whole state changes political parties and let's say during the gubernatorial election and say hey you know what we went we were we voted a democratic in now we're going to go with a republican or vice versa or within you know the congress where you got uh you know different members of congress where they have you know specific districts where if it's a democratic uh area and they vote in a republican that changes the whole dynamic of, of, of votes and allocation and all those type of things. And, you know, you think about if someone from the Senate actually were to leave yeah. um, during their during their time frame there, then it falls back on the governor to make a determination as to who's going to take in that seat for the remaining of that that of that uh, that six year term, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. Uh, up until the next election, you know, so it's kind of like, wow. You know, you gotta, uh, you know, pick your friends carefully. So, so, so it is really, what it is. It's really not about the presidency, then, is it? They, they, the real guy. You know, we should we should dedicate a show just to try to educate our audience on how how this whole thing works. I think that people be uh, surprised because there's even laws on there. I found out the other day that the government has to reconsider every 25 years about allowing minorities to uh, vote and stuff and be involved in the process of because it was something that was struck down because it was discriminatory but now they're flipping it back and saying well we got to vote make sure we still want to do this it, it's, pre- it's a pretty interesting thing I, I see I see why a lot of people are, are, are neutral on it which I think you should be mm-hmm. when it comes to politics yep. but I, I think once if people really understood it they would leave it alone too and realize yeah that, it- if the thing book. is, is just when you, when you start thinking about, you know, just from a um, electoral process, you know, you got you got Congress, of course, that has the breakdown between the House 
and the Senate, not to get too deep in it, but you know, they got the House that deals with the representation of states based off their population. Right. So the more people that you have, the more people you have go to the House. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the Senate, it's based off of, you know, two individuals from each state to balance those things. So then California has two senators. Rhode Island has two senators, regardless of how many people are in each state. That's where you have the balance between the two. Mm-hmm. The, the the parties have uh, both House and Senate have the ability to generate bills that could potentially go to the point of being law. You know, you have the House could have something to start off in the committee, as we we're talking about with our guy from Florida a little while ago from the Florida State uh, uh, House Senate. You know, they have yeah. their Florida laws down there. But you get to the, the, the federal level, you know, you've got those uh, bills that could go back and forth between various you know, factions and parties and, and houses uh, or committees. Um, once it passes, of course, through either side. That, that's quite a bit of stuff. I'm kind of losing it here. But I, I do I do understand where you're going with that. Um, how, how about this? Like I said, we'll have another show where we'll touch base on this and We'll bring in another person uh, who, who's in this field and talk to them about it and see, not to try to persuade anybody to do anything uh, other than what they want to do, but just, just present some facts among other things. Like we do, we, we bring this information out to people. So with that being said, let's go ahead and uh, wrap this episode up because we discussed a lot, but we still got a lot more to go. We'll bring that in on the next show. I just want to go back to Ruth Bader Ginsburg and just uh, finish up with two quotes that she said that I thought were really good. She said, real change, enduring change, happens one step at a time. So fight for the things that you care about, but do it in a way that will lead others 